Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back. More of the Connor Apper Show. You're on 1620 The Zone and on 1620thezone.com. Connor Happer, Josh Hudson with you. Steve Sippel will join us here coming up in just a moment. Thanks to Frank Caliendo, out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. Stopping by. He didn't need to stop by. He didn't need to do any more promotion for his sold-out shows. Sold-out shows of the Funny Bone? I think he did it for you, Josh. Well, I mean, that's what friends do for each other. And you got the and you got the picture. Got the picture. I'll definitely. So now be. the now the people won't be mm-hmm. mad at us. You know, all the all of our um, coworkers won't be mad at us for not doing anything. Look at the. Look, I'll tweet this out in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe this has inspired you to maybe you 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 go to Funny Bones website. You look at who's coming to town and you, and you go see someone. And he's coming back at some point yeah. too. So just when you get a text, uh, you know. Katie Nolan's boyfriend, fiance, is coming to town in April. So. Who's that? I never know that. I never. I'm not in the celebrity dating game, Josh. Dan Who's Soder. That? Oh, you got to get in the dating game. Who's Dan Soder? He's a comedian. Okay. See, I'm not in the comedy game apparently either. Yeah. Nick Swardson. Oh, I know Nick Swardson. Him. Yeah. I know Nick Swardson. He's been in stuff before. Oh yeah, lot lots of names you'll recognize here. Okay. Um. So thank you to him for stopping by, and if you run into him at the uh, at the Creighton game tomorrow, um. You know, you could tell him to do any of the any of the impressions that he just did on our show. I'm sure he'd be happy to. <laughs> you never know where to go. You never know what to what to ask. All right, um, Simple's coming up here in just a couple minutes. This is a topic that I would like to broach with Stephen M. All right, so oh, and, good because I really wasn't sure what we we're going to talk to him about. Not that we need something. Well, day but, in the life of Sipple is very interesting right, stuff to me, right. and I would love to talk about that. And I'm sure there will be a portion of the segment that will be dedicated to that. But um, I, I do have something for him. Mitch brought it up in his uh, most recent story on the Athletic, so I'll steal it from him. Um, thanks, Mitch. So they released that documentary. Nebraska football released that documentary. It's basically kind of day in the life ish. Oh, you, you mean know. the stuff Matt Rule said he wouldn't do anymore? <laughs> he, he did say he that. Did didn't say, he did say if I, I had if I had my druthers, we wouldn't do that. I again. can't believe he said that. Yeah. Why did he say that? He's obviously they're obviously going to do more of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. People just eat it up. Like I'm not calling him a liar. Like you're allowed to change your mind, but he did say he didn't like doing it but you could you could be a liar too and that's that's really not the worst thing in the world not me not me saying that um so they they're doing it's a good watch um i skimmed it i suppose and <laughs> one of the takeaways i think is dylan Rayola's lack of of presence and i'm not trying to make this sense like oh are they trying to hide dylan Rayola? anything no they're not i think it is a conscious effort for Nebraska, we've talked about this before. Obviously, you have the quarterback that is worthy of all of the hype and all this, and he's going to show up. He's going to show up on Heisman odds and and all this, whatever. Like, and I feel great about Nebraska's quarterback play going into next year. Certainly better than it was last year. But I do think it is a conscious effort by Nebraska to say, like, hey, 
we are a football program here. We are not based around one guy. That's not the only thing you should know about us. And it's maybe even a deeper, I guess, less conscious effort to say, we are not a quarterback-centric football program. Nebraska, for the last decade-plus, has been a quarterback-centric football program. It has lived and died at the hands and feet of the quarterback. Right? If Adrian Martinez is going, Nebraska's okay. If Tommy Armstrong's going, Nebraska's okay. If Taylor Martinez is healthy and he doesn't have disgusting turf toe, Nebraska's Mm going to be okay. Right? But if he wasn't, then it it really crumbles outside around him. Um, And so Nebraska is trying to accomplish this thing where they can get the good quarterback play, but at the same time, not necessarily be that quarterback-centric, quote-unquote, program. What does Matt Rule always talk about? Hey, as long as as long as long I'm here, and it doesn't matter if Tony White's here or if Tony White's not here, as long as I'm here, we're going to have a good defense. Nebraska's a defensive-centric program right now, and they're going to have a top-10 defense in the country next year. But I think they quietly like a lot of the pieces that they've added and they built within the offense. Obviously, the quarterback piece is good. Now I feel like I'm in... I'm in John Gruden cadence or I'm in Mel Kuyper cadence. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they've done some good things. Doing some good things, building a program real slow, but they'll get there. You can Been have there before, they'll be there again. You can have much better quarterback play and not have that be I know it'll be the focus of the media and it'll be the you know, what everybody talks about because that's how they talk about football. Um, but I think the idea is to sort of lessen the burden on his shoulders, get him comfortable, and then when he's there, you can kind of unleash the Kraken, and when he's when he's oh. kind of deserved it. So yeah, I, I think that's a real thing. Get on the crack wagon. I love it. I I love it. I love the idea of Nebraska not having the quarterback to do every single thing: running, passing, catching, doing all the like. No, he's he's going to exist in the system, and he'll he'll be a point guard to spread it out. Um, he'll get the accolades because of it if he's good. Um, but also, the 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 burden of pressure is lessened. When you have a good defense as well, and I think that's what the program is going to be about. It. So we'll we'll dive into that a little bit with uh, Stephen M. Sipple, who will join us on the other side. What's going on with Sip? Is always a question. I like a guest where you can just say, "What are you doing today?" And that's a good three <laughs> to five minutes of the interview. <laughs> Me too, and I especially love it when it's Sipple. Next on sixteen twenty, the zone. Morning.